1: And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, 8, 8.55 on the AM dial, 9.30 AM every Sunday morning. We've had a malfunction already, and we've only been going about three seconds. But anyway, that's the concrete gang, and we haven't been practicing the builders' labour pause. Do you know about the builders' labour pause when we when we don't know what we're going to say, and you get the thirty second pause?
2: Yes, I'm, I'm, I'll probably been a victim of the thirty second pause. Yeah, well, it's, it's a few one, times. Of
1: the, one of our favourites. We have mastered that over the years, and um, anyway, so good uh, morning, listeners. Good morning to you, Campo. And and the listeners out there, it was only the two of us this morning. We've had a few injuries along the way, a few strained hamstrings, and uh, all sorts of excuses. But we're still here, and it's been a big week. We've had some patties, some patties oh. day during the week, so that's a bit of a monster one for all the Irish and everyone else that thinks they're Irish. And oh, that's it. And everyone else has been to the idol. Everyone, you know,
2: drank, drank Guinness. Any excuse? Anyone that likes a good old drink, um, obviously, yeah. St Patrick's Day was happened during the week, so it was. Good, and I know all the Irish boys were hitting the pubs pretty hard. It was good the pubs were open. And we obviously made a St. Patrick's Day shirt like we always do at the CFMU, and I believe they sold like hotcakes. Oh,
1: yeah. And I've seen a couple of um the old St. Patrick's Day is a great day to celebrate, but it's very hard to get back to work next day, isn't it? Because so I've seen a couple of uh, people stumbling about the South Melbourne there the other day, in and out pubs and trying to you know fix themselves up from the day before, but that's... Good form, I
2: got to admit. I saw a couple of red-eyed uh, form workers at Irish boys, and I reckon they would—they had a bit of pleasure,
1: as they should. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a, a, a track, an Irish track, in the middle of the show, are not we, Campo? Yeah, mate, from the musical director. And uh, also, we had to kick off of the footy season on um, Thursday night.
2: It was a cracking game. I got to admit, Richmond Carlton. I, I actually thought Carlton played really good. I thought it was yeah it was good to just to see crowds back at the footy, at the MCG, at the Heartland. And, you know, I think the new rules they've brought in, some of them are pretty good. It seems to be moving. It seems to be quick. I know that. It's a lot quicker. Oh, I
1: think it's going to be a game of attrition, and I mean, yeah. you know, when the season goes on, it's going to be last man stand. And I don't, I don't reckon they're going to finish with – I reckon there's going to be a few times they're going to finish with about 17 blokes on the field. Yeah. I suppose the a, bit the quarter's like, got the quarter's a bit like the con- concrete gang, isn't it? Last yeah, man stand. Yeah, a bit like us. But the – Quarters have got back longer again, and that now that they don't get as many um, rotations and all that. The demand
2: on the market opens it up a lot more, so it's yeah. the balls moving a lot quicker, and. Won't I'll, worry
1: the bombers, mate. That'll suit us down the
2: ground, the bombers. Yeah, exactly, mate. Can see us win a premiership this year, but <laughs> I can. Um, She's open. I, one thing I'm not a big fan of this injury sub thing. You know, like obviously, if someone got concussions, concussion. I'd be happy with that, but. Not just an injury, because...
1: It's a bit hard to go off holding your knee Then say so you've got a concussion, isn't
2: it? Yeah, that's it. Like, it's, you know, oh, I've got a corking, I'm off, in right. playing the next week. It's, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Because remember, they had that sub-rule and no-one liked it, and then they brought it back in, so... Yes. Um, all right, well, I
1: suppose we better start talking about what's been going on during the week, and uh, I see Grocon got their name up in lights again, because apparently they've been very close with the Lieber family, doing business over the years, but... Apparently they owe the Lieber family nineteen million dollars. Oh
2: dear! Oh dear! It's only so, a, only a small whack, isn't it? Nineteen.
1: Well, I think you know, nineteen million dollars. I think uh, might have just stretched the relationship a bit faster. That's going to turn the tears, which is which is great.
2: Well, Daniel so, might have to sell his New York
1: apartment. Or I think he's running out of things to sell. Isn't he. <laughs> I heard he had a garage
2: sale on the weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it might be coming out of that. But uh,
2: yeah. And what else we got, mate? and and the omnibus bill oh uh, obviously the omnibus bill it was it was good to see it's not all good but it's good to see the the worst of the stuff they wanted to put on us it got got knocked back but you know they'll try again but you know you look at what they have got through is with the casuals relation like casuals have to be casual for 12 months and the boss can refuse within that twelve months. If you've worked every day for six months, he can refuse to put you on full time, and you can't obviously go to the fair work or contest it for at least twelve months. It's a joke. Like COVID, the reason COVID spread so fast was was because of casuals like casuals going from work site to work site. And now you know the government's making it law and making it easier. Like the stuff they were trying to bring in was bloody terrible, you know. So it was good to defeat that. And the only oh. Well, Get it knocked watered down. It wasn't really a defeat, and it was the only people that actually did that were Labor, the Greens, Lambie, and Senator Rex Patrick. They were the only ones that knocked the, the watered it down, but it still got through. The stuff around casuals being casual for twelve months, which is a joke.
1: They're be a casual for twelve months.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. If you're working every day for twelve months, you should be. It should be like a, it's written in your water. I mean, after six weeks, you have to be offered. Full employment, yeah, yeah, and it should be. You should. No one wants to be on casual. No one. Hey, people want Christmas holidays and they want want RDo's, They want sick days. If you're sick, you shouldn't have to go to work. You should get paid for it, you know. But that's what they're doing. So, but some of that stuff, like they, that stuff, was nasty. They were bringing. And we've got to say, didn't the
1: sisters decorate themselves in glory during the week in the rallies? Oh, how Fantastic. good was that? I hope you're out
2: there, Annie yeah, you would have been out there. anyway. but some of the stuff you know, I saw something during the week. It was um, what they're trying to do. Morrison government's got a new idea for a, a woman's getting domestic violence, so she can flee. She can go and access her super. You know what I mean? They're forty, they're forty percent lower wages than um, men. You know what I mean? And it's they going want backwards. It. So yeah, if you're getting you know fleeing domestic violence, so you can get money to get out of there, you can go access your super and get money out of your super. Like women are more likely to retire in poverty than men. You know what I mean, because of the wage difference between, in most areas. So that's you know they still they've got no compassion for women. We've seen the way, the way all the stuff with Porter and all that. You know it's just a joke. And uh, Skymark didn't even have time to come out and address the women
1: outside the uh, Parliament House. He was too busy, apparently. Well, I mean that was a perfect opportunity to talk. to. That's what he's supposed to represent: the women and the and the and the men. And then he had them all outside Palmer House, a perfect opportunity for him to go out there and speak to them and all that because that's who he represents. Nah, nah, too busy. And the women for uh, the woman for uh, the minister for w- women, w-
2: minister for women. She was too busy. Oh, please, eh? oh, it's it's unbelievable. And then what about his his speech? Oh, if they're in another country, they could be shot on the street. Like, oh, please, we're in Australia. Mate like I know, Canberra's. A, I reckon it's a swamp on both sides of politics. Lucky Labor is as weak as piss. be they would be, <laughs> be in the Murrah, wouldn't they? That's, that's a disgrace. <laughs> They're lucky what? elbows there, please. Um, oh mate. But you know, it's. I got to. I got to admit, politics—the way they treat women in Canberra, both sides and all sides of politics—it's a bloody disgrace. Yeah, it's
1: uh, it's uh, you know it's embarrassing, really. It? You yeah. know, it's
2: embarrassing for, for for everyone. And you look at Christian Porter at the moment; he's oh. suing the ABC. He, he's on leave, so taxpayers are paying him while he's on leave, and he's suing a government-owned uh, TV network for slander. It's a joke. We're using government money to sue the government. Government, it, it's bloody ridiculous. Worked that out, and he wants to keep to the rule of law, but yeah. The, Those who make the rule of law normally pick what's in it So you can see it works well for them
1: Well we've dragged the listeners down Talking about all that haven't we So we'll we'll spark them up with a bit of uh, Some Paddy Day cheer with a tune What
2: have we got mate? We've got Black Velvet Band
3: Just a trade I was bound And the many in our sweet happiness Have I spent in that neat little town A sad misfortune came over me Which caused me to stray from the land Far away from me friends and relations Betrayed by the black velvet band I thought her the queen of the land, and her hair it hung over her shoulder, tied up with a black velvet band. I took a stroll down Broadway, meaning not long for to stay. Who should I meet but this pretty fair maid Come a-trapsing along the highway She was both fair and handsome Her neck it was just like a swan And her hair it hung over her shoulder Tied up with a black velvet band And the gentleman passing us by Well I knew she meant the doing of him By the look in her roguish black eye A gold watch she took from his pocket And placed it right into my hand And the very first thing that I said To the black velvet band. Her eyes, they shone like diamonds. I thought her the queen of the land. And her hair, it hung over her shoulder, tied up with a black velvet band. Before the judge and the jury, next morning I. Judge, he says to me, young man, your case, it is proven clear. We'll give you seven years' penal servitude to be spent far away from the land. Far away from your friends and relations, betrayed by the black velvet band. They'll feed you with strong drink, me lads Till you are unable to stand And the very first thing that you'll know is You've landed in Van Diemen's land Her eyes, they shone like diamonds Her neck, it was just like
1: And there it was. What was that? What was it called? Uh, Black Velvet, Velvet Band. Band. <laughs> Band. <laughs> great song. A uh, bit of bit of um, frivolity from the uh, some Paddy's Day. And uh,
2: it's your favourite Irish song, isn't it? It is
1: my favourite. It reminds me of all the all the fallen comrades, all the boys that all the Irish good Irish blokes I worked with over the years. Some great blokes, and uh, the backbone of the uh, the the uh, union years ago in the B.L.F. days, the Irish boys. And uh, I hope we hopefully we can keep that sort of going. Because I think uh, these days no one's as staunch as they used to be. Not a, not even the Irish. Not, not not even the Aussies. No one. But we're gonna we need to change that, don't we?
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's one of the main things. Obviously, we actually I think we've got a young activist coming up in the next week or two. So that's that's a part of that. Getting getting educating the new blokes, talking about some of the stuff from the past. You know what what we achieved and how we achieved it and how what, how we can achieve it going forward and, and making people understand how, how, how bad the rules have got, you know what I mean, compared to the rules we have now in industrial relations compared to what we had before Howard. It's chalk and cheese. It's a totally different country, really, in the way they're written.
1: That's right. People don't understand that. The, the old fellas have left and they say, well, how come this? How come that? Well, well, you know, we're not doing things like we used to. Well, we're never laws like we used to.
2: Yeah, you, like you breach, you know, you breach right of entry laws and you're looking at a million bucks. You know I think I mean?
1: we're up about around 21000000 million, aren't we? $22 million in fines.
2: And we, you know, we, we understand you've got to spend it, but we'd rather spend that $21 million on our membership, you know what I mean? But you, you've got to defend the union and you've got to protect your condition. So that's why we are the most fined organisation in Australia.
1: That's right, and the, the members want you to see out and job fighting for what we've got. So if that's a, that's what we've got to do, and that's what it costs us, that's what we're doing. So yeah,
2: the union's not bricks and mortar. So. Exactly.
1: All right. Uh, what have we got, uh, Campo? What else have we got, mate? Um, you had a bit bad accident during yeah, the
2: week. Obviously, on a Urada job at Hawthorne East. Uh, that they've come out of housing. They've done two jobs. This is a five-story job, and they're still pretending. They're acting like they're still in housing. What happened was. They had a panel that was in place. The engineer said it had to be grouted, and the panel where we were talking is the lift shaft. And they've got it. It was a Clark's crane inside the lift shaft. They've got the legs of the crane. So inside. the
1: tower of the crane.
2: Tower crane. The yeah. tower of the crane is in the lift shaft. So to grout this panel, and we we're looking at a seventeen metre yeah, fall. I
1: tell you, this is going to be good if you explain explain this on radio, mate. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> I'm even using my hands. listeners, so if you can see. Yeah, so there was a 17-metre fall back into the lift shaft.
1: And if Kane's listening, he's rubbing his head. Yeah,
2: so there's a 17-metre fall back into the lift shaft. So what they did was they laid out two bearers and threw some ply on it. So the young bloke could go out on top of the bearers between, and it was tight to the, the tower crane. It was touching the tower crane and there's probably a 50-mil gap between that and the panel. So the young bloke had his hand between that gap and if you've dealt with tower cranes... The flex in the tower crane. The design. Yeah, it's designed to move so it doesn't bang. So when it moved, it moved 200 mil, and this was a 50 mil gap. It pushed that board and all that ply into his hand against the panel and shattered his hand. So he's all got wires and pins and all that. And, you know, that was... You know, and that's where it's at. So he's a 19 year old bloke and he's got, you know, wires and pins and seriously hurt with his hand. He's lucky when it jammed when it released, he didn't actually, you know, your automatic reaction is to grab your hand and go back and try and pull your hand out of the situation. He's lucky he didn't because if he did that, he would have fell 17 meters oh. down and died. You know what I mean? 17 meters. 17 meters. That's how, well, that's what, well, that was being conservative, like the measurement, like how high up they were. And, you know, the job itself, Was actually an absolute disgrace. They had they're on say level four. They had no smoko sheds. They had a table, and it was just black, and you could see like like rat poo on the table. You know what I mean? No COVID plan, no nothing. Oh, we're building the new sheds. We've only just gone from one building. Now we're into here. We've only been here for six weeks, and they haven't got Uh, smoko sheds. But
1: the rats have made themselves home.
2: Made themselves at home, and the table was black. Like I mean, it was a white, well, you know, white smoko table. It was actually that dirty; it was black. But they did have the uh, Jaffa maker test uh, had a test tag on it. So oh, yeah. we'll god, oh, thank some. God
1: for that. That was for the rats, was it? And
2: they had the only had two torts on site, and they had the, the you know the the drop box ones, you know, oh. not flushable. And s- swear to God, I, I opened up the door to have a look in the toilets because it's you know one of the worst things you look at, mate flies were actually flying out of the out of the toilet you know that's how bad this was and obviously hope you're
1: enjoying your breakfast
2: (laughs) and well they had no power no lighting to the decks you know you would get up they had like a stairwell and the handrail wasn't welded onto the stairwell so it was only just bolted you could just rattle it and obviously they had no COVID plan at all no nothing really in measure oh actually they had a bottle of hand sanitizer and a Temperature tester, but no, uh, other than that, nothing. You know what I mean? It was it was a disgrace. There's still issues on the job. We couldn't actually go through the whole job because most of the job was condemned. So, obviously, the joint's falling apart here. Long his ear, uh, the gorilla's ear thing's just falling off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where it's at. Obviously, WorkSafe come out. They're, you know, they're about as good as blind uh, seeing eye dogs. They pulled their seeing eye dogs out. and
1: As oh, handy as an Astro Harley. Oh,
2: that's it, you know, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll we'll get this set up. I said, you can't have people here. They say COVID's imminent risk, and it's their advice. You can't have people here until you do get all your COVID paperwork. Don't worry about rectification work. We need the paperwork so people can be inducted to go even start looking at the rectification work. So work safe as handy as a fly wire screen in a submarine? Oh, yeah. And I said, what about all these other issues? And they said, oh, there's no one here because there's no imminent risk. Well, because everyone's going home
1: yeah well uh, no shock horror there with Work safe and all that, but uh.
2: but that was Macquarie as well, and there's been we've also and you know there was issues with Macquarie, and I'll probably jumping ahead a little bit there's issues with Macquarie, the precaster the boys have been in their yard all week because there's been issues in their yard with because we've had a lot of bad stuff going on with their panels there's issues in their yard they've had the same thing again, the smoker sheds were a disgrace, and if you go on our Facebook page, the boys have got a video up there. Everything else, no COVID plan, no nothing. You know, they get in these precast yards and they think because they're a factory that workers are, don't deserve the proper amenities of what they would get on site. Well, they're still building workers even though they're working in a factory. So the boys have been out there giving them a crack. All right. So um, so that was um, Macquarie Precast And Urata. And
1: Urata. And uh, I've got to give a bit of a report about uh, one of my jobs, Hickory job out at... Um, Chadstone where they're putting up, they're building a new car park and putting up steel and one of my pet hates, they're putting up steel and they're using um, the soft slings and all your riggers out there and know what crane operators and that know about the soft slings. Um, I cannot believe this day and age where, we're, we're, you know, the soft slings were the, the save be all and end all, but soft slings have killed about three or four of our men- members because you can't check them, they wear internally, you can't see what's happening to them. And obviously on sharp corners, they cut the slings under load, they can hit something and they can be cut, so they're, they're very dangerous. So we shouldn't be using those slings for anything, barring you know, if, if you can't use everything else, anything else. There's not many things uh, we can't do with other things. The old days, and, and the thing amazes me, the thing they were worried about when I stopped them was, oh, we can't use chains because you'll scratch the paint and the seal. Well, that's all right. You don't mind scratching the paint, but you're not worried about the riggers. You know, if the, if the soft slings break and they are land under, their dead. dead. Um, so the old story, you know, uh, you still use chains on, on putting stuff up. You've just got to protect. If you've got to protect the load, you use a bit of rubber or carpet or whatever. And, and that shouldn't have changed. That was a, in the old days, that was a part of a rigger's job was being able to protect the load before you set it up. And we've got to get back to that because this soft sling thing's not the answer because some someone is going to get killed.
2: But soft slings—they were designed for like ducting, the light stuff, weren't they? Like, the, the, yeah. Well,
1: they—they got everything; they—they yeah. they, they use them for anything. And 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 unfortunately, no one—you know—they're soft, they're—they're they, light, they're easy to handle, and uh, you know most blokes are lazy like you and me, uh, Camp Army, you and I, you and I. Sorry, mate. You and I is a band called that. You and I, Jimmy Rogers. Oh, Jimmy, yeah, and um. Uh, they they picked them up instead of picking up the appropriate slings or chains or whatever. So it, it became an issue out there, the hickories, and uh some, was a bit of foot stamping going on, but I think the boys are all now using the appropriate lifting gear and uh, we won't have to worry about soft slings breaking and killing anyone. But uh, just on hickories, uh, I, 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 I spoke to young George George Abrahams, you know, uh, the, I don't know what he is, CEO or well, the main man of uh, hickories. Construction manager. Construction manor, m- manager, manager. Uh, Broken leg, old Georgie boy. Yeah, know, he, claimed, he claims it was done playing basketball, but yeah. maybe some sub he wasn't paid <laughs> with. He's know. done a pretty good
2: number, because when I, when I, I was supposed to have a meeting with him on uh, Friday, uh, Thursday, and he's actually got to go see a surgeon, so he's done a proper yeah. number on it.
1: So um, he, he, I just ran one of his boys outside before we did the show at a coffee shop, and they said... Tell George never mind basketball. Maybe you should be playing lawn bowls. Lawn bowls. <laughs> lawn bowls. I can see him playing bowls. But anyway, George, good luck with your, your Keithy Greg, and I uh, hope it comes good. Oh,
2: happy days. What do we got next, mate? You're
1: the director. Oh, jeez. Uh, so all right. Uh, what do we got? We've got uh, we're down to um, John Holland's another accident. They dropped during a week. A form worker uh, fell fell off strip and form work and. and uh, Broke his I think broke his leg Ooh. And uh, apparently No one saw it happen So you you worked that out How no one saw it happen But anyway Apparently that's what happened uh, Also out at um, Icon They had a One of the boys there Was a uh, Diabetic And had a diabetic Attack on the job Apparently, you're giving yourself too much insulin in the morning or something, and, and he sort of passed out on the job. But I got—I I must admit, I'll give him full points out there. The ambassador was there, and I reckon I, I just got there at the time, and I think it was under five minutes the ambulance was there. And full, full uh, credit to those uh, operators, the ambulance uh, people, because uh, – they got up in the deck and they, they made him, you know, they had to bring him back and, and made him safe and, and, and before they lift him up with the crane box. So they did a great job. And to Frank, who is a, the boss of I and D out there, who's the site manager, I'd say, Frank, uh, fair play to him. He, he stood by his workers' side to make sure everything was done right and look made sure he was lifted off safely. So full points to Frank from I and D. So um We've got to give them a rap occasionally, don't we, oh, mate, if they do the, the right thing? got to give credit where the credit is due. Uh, now, nearly, we're running out of time, so we've got to go quickly now. Chris and Paul are suing ABC. We've well, tu- yeah, touched, touched on, it. on that. Ironside, the boys have been out there giving – the iron of are doing yeah. nothing right. They're, 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 uh, some two-bob outfit just coming in the industry and breaking every rule in the book. Uh, and maybe no, no COVID, no, no COVID, COVID
2: stuff. And Kaylee's on a Ringwood job. Well,
1: I think it's I think it's odds on, mate. you, you yeah. Your you mate, your mates from a quarry precast, yeah. And and, Urada, and, and Urada. And I
2: forgot to mention too, they actually took the guy to hospital in the car. They didn't actually oh, get yeah. an ammo. Nah, so. Of course,
1: cause that's, that's what you do, wouldn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, you yeah. throw him in the back of a Toyota. Yeah, yeah. And just break his legs so it fits in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, so to, to they're the sc- scullywags of the week. Uh, week and the la la.
2: We'd well, have to be Christian Porter still in the ABC. It would it? be, wouldn't it? Well, Morrison, he's been soaking up about the women protesting.
1: And we've got a new up and coming star at John Holland's, too, so we'll stay tuned for that. New star? A new star. A new, health, 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 uh, new health and safety. Obviously, he's, he's got a, a great uh, history, but uh, we'll get back to that. So um, that's about all we've got in yeah, it. Uh, but, uh, you're up.
2: You're Christian Porter.
1: Yeah, you're Scully Rag, Christian Porter, Sookie Lala.
2: And we'll go out the same old way. So they're good friends at Ironside. Uh, Ring of Fire, Johnny Cash. No, Dare to Struggle.
1: Oh, Dare to Struggle, Dare
2: to Win. Dare to Win, mate. Well, i the... Jesus.
1: If you don't fight... You lose. Good morning, from the a concrete Gang. <laughs> and that was that 30-second pause. <laughs> oh, mate, it's...